Cut Media. A little bit extra. Good day, good people. Welcome to the world according to Chris. I am Chris the Brain, and this is a Tuesday in Johannesburg, South Africa. For all of my international listeners, it's weird. It's overcast, and it looks like it's going to rain, but it's unseasonable. Well, not unseasonably, we're in summer now, and it's warm. So, yeah, man, I have <laughs> quite an interesting show for you today. Um, I was sitting with two of my closest friends, uh, Sam and Donnie, and we were discussing food and the weird things that we find in our food. Well, 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 not weird things that we find in our food. Stuff that we just don't know that's actually put into our food. Everyday items that we consume, we just don't know what's in it at all. Or what process it goes through before it gets onto our plates and into our mouths. So, yeah, man, we, we discussed a couple of things. Uh, like, of course, uh, the ingredient carmine, which gives a lot of food its red food coloring. Uh, people don't know comes from insects, crushed bugs <laughs> and that is where that comes from and i mean you know if you're a fan of jelly uh for the americans jello and it's made with gelatin which is actually uh one of the key ingredients in that is collagen uh, which is generally taken from let's say the hooves and the skin of certain animals usually pigs unless it's a law uh at least i hope they're being honest with that for halal and Jewish uh, listeners that at least been honest with that but we don't know that we're eating these strange things or that they get these strange compounds uh, from the food that we eat so yeah I covered uh, my food journey with you guys uh, two weeks back and we are discussing now uh, basically the episode is called how the sausage gets made and we are discussing uh, really Oh, the weird things that are actually in everyday items that we consume. And yeah, take this journey with me. I'm looking forward to exploring all of these things. And, you know, if you know of anything that could hopefully even be toxic or uh, that we assume is healthy for us. So maybe there's that one item where you wonder how come it lasts so long in your fridge? What's actually in it? Uh, even out of your fridge. That's what's the scary thing. And look at... Look at the label, look at the back of the label and actually Google what a lot of those items and chemicals are. So I'll be uncovering and exposing some of uh, the uh, really weird and not so wonderful things that are in our food. And yeah, I, I, I laugh about it, but I mean, when doing my research for this, it freaked me out a little. I will not lie to you. But yeah, man, we've got some really great music in terms of things that I also didn't know. Uh, the music that I'm covering today or that I'll be playing for you today is music that I didn't know was a thing until quite recently. And that's from mashups to singers to uh, collaborations to uh, tribute songs as well that I didn't know that a lot of popular artists did. So that's also something very exciting to listen to. Uh, with today's episode so but first of course I'm going to kick you off with a song which is from now my favorite male vocalist uh, Tommy Vixt he if you have not heard of him he is the lead singer of the band Bad Wolves and I love him check him out on Instagram check out uh, the things that he stands for he makes a lot of fantastic points I'm not here to change your mind uh, he just really uh, articulates his point of view uh, very eloquently and this song uh, Zombie and if that doesn't sound familiar it's a cover of the Cranberry song Zombie and that was actually supposed to be a collaboration between them and the singer I have to get her name right damn uh, Dolores oh my Odorian I don't know but anyway she's <laughs> she's Irish uh, and she was supposed to collaborate but unfortunately she passed away before the song was recorded so it is a bit of a tribute track to her and i love it they absolutely did the song justice very powerful vocals and yeah the guy is an absolute icon to me so enjoy it and then of course after the song we have got the news according to chris some exciting things happening in the geek world i'm not too interested of things happening in the real world uh, <laughs> uh news wise i'm not um, I, i'm not interested there's a corona vaccine and that's 
uh, about it but I'm not going to unpack that today I've got some great entertainment news for you that I'll be unpacking so here is the song Bad Wolves Zombie uh, by lead singer Tommy Vex and then we're going straight into the news according to Chris damn this is an awesome track enjoy
Yeah, that was Tommy Vixed and the boys over at Bad Wolves. Boys and girls, I think, uh, over at Bad Wolves. And, uh, you know, I just am so in awe of Tommy Vicks' voice. I actually want to employ the services of a voice uh, coach uh, to actually teach me how to be able to get as close to his voice as possible with my voice, not to necessarily copy him, but um, I want to be able to achieve that. That's voice goals for me. But anyway, it's the news according to Chris. And yeah, so as promised, there is some exciting news that happened this week. Uh, the first thing is Warner Brothers has actually confirmed that all of their 2021 releases will be released simultaneously between HBO Max as well as cinemas or theaters. And man, they, they've got an amazing slate of movies coming up uh, over the next year. The new Mortal Kombat, uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, The Matrix 4, The Suicide Squad, The Dune Movie, and Godzilla vs. Kong. And not everybody's thrilled about that. I'm thrilled about it because um, I get to save a buck or two there. But uh, I mean, some movies, A, uh, are meant to only be watched on the big screen, like Godzilla vs. Kong, um, and even something like Suicide Squad, where they said it's so enormous and such a big movie. Uh, they, uh, Legendary Pictures, who is one of the, the studios also uh, producing Godzilla vs. Kong, is not happy about that. So uh, I'm a bit concerned that they may put a roadblock in terms of that movie. And I mean, we haven't even gotten a trailer. Uh, as yet about that and when they did release at um, at an event this past weekend they did release like a three second clip of Godzilla in the water and Kong with a chain around his neck and that is it and I love it man I love Kaiju I love everything about it and I'm upset that we don't have a trailer yet we have a trailer for the Batman which is coming out a full year after all of these movies and we don't have a, a trailer for any of next year's movies that's Mortal Kombat um, that is the Suicide Squad which they just got a featurette not even a trailer but yeah so those will be coming and those will be available uh, to stream simultaneously which is quite exciting and then uh, Sony I don't know if it was an accidental release or to get people's mouths watering, but they uh, released a clip featuring Tom Holland. Um, what is his name? Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, uh, which sort of uh, lays into uh, the, the, the thinking that there is going to be sort of a multiverse of Spider-Man uh, coming out in the next Spider-Man movie. Still titled, not revealed, but Sony then deleted the video and <laughs> we can't pick it apart. I can't find it anywhere on the internet and I am quite upset about that. And then lastly, Matthew Vaughn, the director of the Kingsman movies. Uh, you know, we've got a movie out coming called The King's Man, not Kingsman. Uh, the King's Man, which is a prequel to the first two movies. That's The uh, Secret Service and The Golden Circle. He announced that there's an additional seven other projects, which uh, would most likely all be movies, but uh, I imagine they'll throw maybe one or two series in there, which I'm excited about. I love The Kingsman. They make violence and gore look so glorious and so wonderful. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming out. And that is your news according to Chris. Thank you so much um, for listening to what I like, the things that I like, that hopefully you like, uh, and you know, to keep you up to speed with everything. So next up, I've got another track before we get into how the sausage is made, which is what my show is discussing today. Um, I'm going to, going back into songs that I didn't know were a thing. Spotify put this one on my playlist at the Gym. and it is it's not an unlikely mashup they've been together on another song uh, I love the way you lie so yes that's right Rihanna and Eminem the real Slim Shady uh, together but it was primarily his song featuring Rihanna but Rihanna actually came out with a part two I did not know that um, <clears throat> and I didn't look at my screen properly I just saw I love the way you lie but the sounds very 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 different the track still features eminem but it's rihanna featuring eminem and not vice versa so yeah that's coming up next uh, right after this uncut media a little bit extra on the first page 
of a story The future seemed so bright And this thing turned out so evil I don't know why I'm still surprised Even angels Shall always be my hero, even though you've lost your mind. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. Well, this Cause you feed me Hush, baby, speak softly. Tell me you're awfully sorry that you pushed me into the coffee table last night so I can push you off me. Try and touch me so I can scream at you not to touch me. Run out the room and I'll follow you like a lost puppy. Baby, without you, I'm nothing. I'm so lost, talk me. Then tell me how ugly I am. But bitch, you'll always love me. Then after that, shove me. In the aftermath of the destructive path that we're on, two psychopaths, but we know that no matter how many nouns we put in each other's backs, that we'll have each other's backs. Cause without Together we move mountains, let's not make mountains out of mohills You hit me twice, yeah but who's counting? I may have hit you three times, I'm starting to lose count But together, we'll live forever, we found the youth fountain Our love is crazy, we're nuts, but I refuse counseling This house is too huge, if you move out I'll burn on 2,000 Square feet up into the ground, and shit you can do about it Cause with you I'm in my fucking mind, without you I'm out
I love the way you lie. I mean, that's a heartbreaking song from uh, that deals with, uh, especially part one, uh, deals with violence in a relationship. And it takes a very ugly look. It holds up a mirror to uh, something like gender-based violence. I think we're still in 16 days of activism. Uh, if not, we should be. And damn, it's... Yeah, it, 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 it does rattle me. But well done to Rihanna for being able to carry that on her own, though. I have heard some other songs where... Uh, th that actually reminds me of another Eminem song, uh, Stan, where Dido was doing the, um, the chorus for that. And then that actually turned out to be a completely different song which is very very cool so yeah we are if you've just tuned into the show we are talking about how the sausage gets made that's right uh weird ingredients weird processes that food goes through before we get it there's some scary things out there uh that i discovered in my quest for wholeness for wellness and for eating well um, you know, I don't want to be one of those paranoid people. I am a little bit now after doing my research, but uh, that has to read the food label and absolutely Googles everything uh, that I see. And I'm a little bit freaked out. Uh, I will not lie to you. I mean, um, wow. The, the, the first thing that I saw... Uh, so, so by the way, if you know of any weird food combinations, if you know of any secrets behind food processing uh, that the average person doesn't know, please let me know on at Undeniably Chris on Instagram or reach out to us at at Uncut Media ZA on Facebook and Instagram or The World According to Chris on Facebook. Uh, any weird ingredients or anything that you are aware of that's in our food Um the food manufacturing process and getting everything together and, and in the food. Ugh. So the first one gave me chills down my spine. The first one that I came across, which is meat glue. It is transglutaminase, if I pronounce that correctly, transglutaminase, uh, otherwise known as meat glue, is actually made from a bacteria or alternatively blood pe uh, plasma from pigs or cows. And what the meat glue actually does, I know what you're thinking, meat glue, but the living hell, uh, meat glue actually is used on cuts of meat like that have been left over that have been discarded or once the, the the portions got cut up and all of the leftover off cuts get glued together with this glue that's made from a bacteria or plasma which is actually responsible for blood clotting so the plasma in your blood you have a cut um the, 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 platelet, the platelets in the plasma form a scab and the, that plasma in pigs and cows is used to glue all of these off cuts together and sold as premium cuts of meat if they get stuck together in the correct format and man I saw a video of it where an expert like an actual butcher uh, couldn't tell the difference between the fake cut of the off cuts the, the, the Frankenstein of meat, I guess, the, all of the offcuts put together and a normal cut of meat because the glue blends it so seamlessly. And if, you, and if you're a real artist with regards to this, you go along the grain and everything to really, really pass it off as a premium cut of meat. That disturbed me. And again, it's processes like this that really concern me about like what I'm putting into my body it's enough uh, and i mean in this section in this segment i'm going to be talking about meat quite a lot so it is um oh, oh yeah you know, your spine chilling like mine is um <laughs> uh and then also uh, uh there is another thing a japanese technique again very very similar to the meat glue it's a taking all the off cuts and leftovers of fish and putting it together and that japanese technique is called surimi well, the product is called Surimi. And that is, uh, when that gets joined together, they put a little pink stripe on it, and you know where I'm going with this. That's what they pass off as artificial crab, which is usually fish meat, but then they add in that crab flavor to it afterwards. So after it's been processed and it's been put in its packaging and it's been pasteurized and uh, put on that ultra-high temperature so that you are able to eat it from frozen, which is crazy to me uh they actually uh it, it's called surimi and it's made up of off cuts uh of fish it's very 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 creepy and it's made to taste like either lobster or like crab and i used to eat those and thinking that they were actual crab 
sticks. And someone told me it was hake, but it's not necessarily actually just confined to hake. And that is so, so, so unsettling for me. But, I mean, given that it is under ultra-high temperature, I think there are worse things that I've actually eaten uh, that's gone through that. And then, uh, ooh, the... Another thing I came across actually a couple of years back uh, that I didn't do much research into it because I felt sick to my stomach is reclaimed meat. So reclaimed meat, uh, it's <laughs> it goes by another name if you look on your packaging, um, is finely textured meat, you know, depending on what animal it came from. And it actually comes out like a paste, you know, for red meats like, like lamb or mutton and beef, uh, the paste comes out pink. And it's full of proteins. It's actually meat, but just in a different form. Uh, it, in America, it's known as pink slime, which they serve in a lot of canteens in schools. I don't know if, if that was deemed safe, but as far as I know, that is what they are doing. Reclaimed meat, and it's so heavily pro uh, processed, they call it finely textured. It looks like soft serve on your plate, but it's meat. It comes in white as well for all you pork and chicken lovers out there. Um, and that is just incredibly, incredibly upsetting. And then another thing that I'm quite disturbed by, I mean, when you look at your meat in its packaging as well, and I'm sorry for everybody's bubble and bursting here. I went down this road. I had to see it through for the show. And I am so disturbed by it. But, uh, you know, we all know of something like um, ammonia. Ammonia in a South African brand like Handy Andy. Uh, I knew it in hotel school as a disinfectant. I mean, if you want to get rid of germs uh, on the table, if you want to sanitize the actual place, you use ammonia on that spot. But there is ammonia that they actually put on meat. Very, very small quantities of it, but to actually keep it longer on the shelf, so it kills the external bacteria around the meat. And it actually makes uh, like so, so if your meat looks especially bloody, that could actually just be the ammonia that they put on your food uh, and on the meat packaging. Ooh, um, yeah, so guys, it's it, it worries me that all of these chemicals, and it's not necessarily on the food label, uh, which is the concerning part of it. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm so concerned now. Where do I get my meat from if they put in something that we used to sanitize surfaces on our food even if it's in small doses i mean that's at a cellular level that's already where the damage starts happening but yeah i'm gonna go into another track now i am feeling nauseated <laughs> from all of this <laughs> i do apologize but luckily i've got some great music for you to listen to in the meantime to keep you in the mood to keep you going this was a track i mean i am guys i'm a diehard lincoln park fan i'm upset that i missed their concert here in Joburg. And I, I've had, I've, I've owned all of their albums. I have all of their albums. But there was a special edition of the album, I think, A Thousand Sons or Living Things. There's a special edition uh, where it actually comes with a bonus track uh, that I heard once again by mistake. Thanks, Spotify. I'm actually going to post this on social media and tag you in it. Uh, this is the song Blackbird by Linkin Park. Interact with our DJs on uncutmedia.co.ca A little bit extra. I shiver and shake the warmer cold I'm alone on my own In every mistake I dig this hole through my skin Harder starting over than never to have changed with blackbirds following me. I'm digging out my grave. They close in swallowing me. The pain it comes in waves. I'm getting
watching, I'm coughing, I can't be more What I want, what I need over constant war Like a well full of poison, a rotten core The blood goes thin, the fever stings And I shake from the hell that the habits bring Lay the sick ones down, the bells will ring Put pennies on the eyes, let the dead men sing media.co.za a little bit extra welcome back to the show lincoln park black birds love it i love that track so much uh from the vocals of course by mike shinoda and the gone but never forgotten chester bennington and yeah guys uh we are talking about if you've just joined us uh feel free to chime in on facebook at uncut media za or at undeniably chris on instagram or the world according to chris on facebook we are busy talking how the sausage gets made i know i keep covering food as a subject but you know it's something that we all really need and it's something that affects us it fuels us it keeps us going and you know i've been focusing on a lot of wellness if you uh for the fans of the show the the, the diehard fans of the show if you go back far enough you year talks that I had with uh, somebody like Ziad Osman who who speaks about uh, creating his uh, or rather growing his own food and eating healthy and organic and foods that are not genetically modified which they don't necessarily put on the packaging that our food was altered before they actually started producing it but what we are covering in uh, how the sausage gets made today is what do they actually do and I mean uh, on my health food journey um i've i've come across a few startling revelations personally for myself like uh so-called health foods that are expensive for absolutely no reason i mean junk food is uh, on average 10 times cheaper than the healthy alternatives and the healthy alternatives uh shouldn't have to go through any processing or any uh other development which which a lot of junk food goes through as well so that is, it's, it's, it's a little bit concerning to me uh, in that, like, like for example, low-fat yogurt. We all reach for it, we grab it, and it comes in interesting and yummy and funky and fresh flavors. And they're very, very high in sugar. So when you, as a person, you know, you, you think you've been eating all of this low-fat things marked with health labels, and somehow you develop something like diabetes or you're just not losing weight, it's because of the misleading packaging that's on the food. And it's just, it. I'm, I'm hella disturbed by it. And then from other things like uh you know if you look at, at at the cheap alternatives in terms of junk food uh if you look at something like let's say chocolate flavored milkshake what are they getting the flavorings from what are they uh putting to to that food what are they adding to the chocolate that makes it well, well not to the chocolate what are they making that chocolate flavoring from if there's no cocoa or something on the recipe so even something where it's made with full cream um let's say from uh, ideally from a cow that hasn't uh, had any what's it like antibiotics any uh, growth hormones or anything in it um and with natural cocoa and full cream is much healthier than a chocolate flavored low-fat uh, milkshake, for example, you know, we, we have to look at what we are consuming and what we are actually indulging in. And, you know, in terms of how the sausage gets made, I was in the mood for white chocolate and I didn't have my wallet with me. I had a few coins in my pocket and I went to one of these corner shops and I bought white chocolate, what looked like white chocolate. It was a white chocolate bar, uh, a mini ch chocolate bar, and I bought it. And when I looked at the label and I thought this tastes, it tastes very, very close to, let's say, a milky bar. That's probably the most popular uh, white chocolate out there. And it said milky compound on it. And that confused the hell out of me. But it's got a lot of things that are in the byproduct of, of 
chocolate of uh, uh, of any sort of dairy producing like like whey for example and it's got a lot of those ingredients but it's not chocolate it's not part of the, the chocolate process they put something in it to make it uh, get that chocolate texture and have it break or having to eat it very very easily and yeah so I've just been examining really under a fine tooth comb exactly what I'm putting in my body it really concerned me uh, that you know they, the, the, the play on words to mislead you um, is is oh, it's so prevalent it's so like like, like health foods like muesli for example which you think okay it's technically high in fiber but it's high in sugar as well what way is actually a safe alternative and what is actually tasty to eat but yeah sorry after that uh things are going to get just a little bit uh more lightheaded i'm going not lightheaded lighthearted <laughs> i'm going to be playing some florence in the machine for you now while if you're like me busy pondering your life choices you get to listen to florence in the machine lover to lover follow, 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 follow us on social media at uncut media za
you know it's music like this that makes you wonder why I don't listen to Florence and the Machine more. I know I played the Dog Days Are Over last week, but damn, such incredible vocals. And if you've seen one of her performances, any of her of our live performances, really, really dynamic. Super underrated artist. So that's uh, Lover to Lover, and I've never heard the song <laughs> before. And when I heard it, it felt like an out of body experience. Like I've been missing out on absolutely just just the finer things in life. Uh, Florence and the Machine, uh, Lover to Lover. So you know, before we close off the show, we're in the last stretch right now. Um, I want to discuss a little bit more things. Let's. I'm going to go into some ingredients in the food that uh, do things that we actually take for granted, but that are actually pretty damn gross. Uh, I regret actually <laughs> talking. About, uh, I regret sifting through the absolute bleak miasma of uh, disappointing information and disturbing information about the food, about what we enjoy and what we put into our bodies. So anyway, if you joined us <laughs> and you want to know why the melancholy, why, uh, oh, why, why, why so down, why the emo music, uh, it's because I, um, the episode's called, entitled, How the Sausage is Made. And, you know, if you know anything about making sausage, there's stuff in sausage that should not be in sausage. You ever enjoy like a booty roll and you bite into something that you can't chew through? What part of the animal, if part of an animal, was that? Um, yeah, I was, I was quite upset one day to find out that uh, one, my, one of my favorite uh, burvos that I used to buy from spa, stunning, stunning chilivors, was actually like 95% soy that was just flavored. I don't know where the oil came from, but then the, the, the fat and everything in the sausage must belong to an animal. But it wasn't even beef that I was eating. I just saw it look like a great color and I cooked it and, <laughs> that, and I enjoyed it. I'm talking about when I enjoyed it like for six, seven months before I actually looked at the ingredients on it. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Sometimes we, uh, it's easier to turn a blind eye. I don't know how I feel about meat after this, but I think, you know, a bit of cognitive dissonance will take place there where I shut it down and continue and continue eating uh, meat. So, yeah, I'm enjoying the conversation uh, at The World According to Chris on Facebook. Um, at Uncut Media ZA on Facebook and Instagram and at Undeniably Chris on Instagram. Let me know what you think of food. Let me know of any other things that you came across in food that absolutely shocked you. Did you stop eating it? Did you continue eating it? I mean, a lot of the times I've adapted this approach or this thought of, ah, I'm not dead yet, so let me, let me carry on, right? Yeah. Yes. So I've got a word for you. The word is polydimethyloxane. Polydimethyloxane. Um, that is commonly found, it's an additive that's commonly found in fast food and soda. But in case you're thinking that that name does look familiar, I'll tell you where else you found it. In toxic adhesives. Uh, that is the additive that's in your cold drink or your sodas, which is now where I have the problem, that bonds the flavoring to the rest of the liquid. So what are we drinking that the flavoring isn't naturally in the liquid? <laughs> it separates from the liquid, so you need something that's found in glue to literally hold it together. I'm sitting as well and drinking some Diet Sprite, so I'm a little bit scared for myself. And then, oh man, you know, one of the best feelings is to go into a sweet shop and look at all of the different things or buying that, uh, those M&Ms or those Skittles or Astros, Smarties, all of those wonderful things. And when you look at what they all have in common, they all have in common a very shiny candy coating over them. Even Reese's Pieces, I think, has a, um, a shiny candy coating on it. But what causes the shine? Uh... Ironically, it's not sugar, it's not the sweetness, it's not glazed by sugar at all. It's found um, in something called Keria Laka, which is taken from 
um, an insect in Thailand and that thing that the insect excretes makes your candy gloss I don't know where they farm it I was too afraid to look because if that thing looks moth then I won't be able to eat astros for the rest of my life and because things haunt me eh? <laughs> like <laughs> I'm put off by something like if I have to see an actual raw lover before I eat lovers I'm put off it I think a lot of stuff I would actually eat if I didn't know where it came from and <clears throat> so I know that it comes from an in insect and very similar to carmine which is also from ground insects uh, it's it's edible and we've been eating it all this time but you know if you as disturbed as I am let me know at undeniably Chris wow and then another thing which I found I didn't actually google what it was in because this uh, turns my stomach it absolutely turns my stomach it's called Cassorium and I didn't look at what it's from but when you see something that says naturally flavored on an item you know naturally like if you for example have something that's uh, strawberry in flavor and there's a natural flavor on there you think it has to do something with strawberries I know that's what I think and I know that that's where my mind goes to and now my scared brain rationalizes absolutely everything um, but that is actually extracted from a beavers yes beaver from Canada beaver its anal secretion as well as its urine um, that is used to flavor some foods and I have a feeling, I mean, like some artificial flavors I absolutely love. But you know, has it ever occurred to you that watermelon or strawberry flavor um, has, it doesn't actually taste anything like real watermelon or real strawberry, but we identify it as the flavor? Well, this beaver's anus might have something to do with that. <laughs> and then, um, you know, lastly, the last thing, because this is... Uh, as far as I would go, this is as long as I could go into my research. It's literally ruining absolutely everything for me. It's raining on my parade. Uh, BVO, which stands for Brominated Vegetable Oil. Uh, you know, some things will say vegetable oil. Check what kind of vegetable oil it is. As I take a sip of soda. Brominated Vegetable Oil is found in toxic flame retardant materials. Or it makes something flame retardant that is toxic. What does that? Why use vegetable oil for that? And why is the exact same compound being put in um, our food? And yeah, and that is actually uh, the brominated vegetable oil. Um, it's also something else that's put in your sodas to prevent uh, the flavors from separating uh, in your soda. Well, the flavor separating from the rest of the liquid, but yeah. So, man, where I'm going to on all of this, where this uh, very disturbing train of, train of thought is coming from, is that let's be conscious, let's be cognizant of what we're doing. I mean, there are fantastic shows on uncut media uh, from so many people, such fantastic uh, content from some of the people like uh, DJ Sango, uh, absolutely amazing. Monica Bosov, she writes so beautifully and then of course Tyronel and the Alternatescapes uh, where they speak a lot about wholeness and mental well-being and I suppose where I'm tying in with us and you know of course me I, I, I speak about trauma I speak about gender-based violence I speak about toxic masculinity as well as food a lot of food but where I'm coming with this is that your your wellness has to be so holistic and that I think we are so jaded it's it's no it's no surprise that things like like cancers are on the rise um, or immunodeficiency diseases are so rife and so prevalent because what we're consuming we weren't ultimately designed for so I encourage you like me on the journey that I'm on to try and eat as many whole foods and then possibly going from there to actually investigating where the source of the food is and eating whole food and don't get me wrong like man I would kill for some KFC right now that is exactly what is on my mind you know, and that's, again, that might be, what did I say, brominated vegetable uh, oil that, that they could be using to, to, to cook it, the genetically modified chicken or whatever. You know, I don't know where it comes from. And all of these things, they build up and eventually they pay, uh, you end up paying some sort of a price for it.
so guys thank you so much for listening to my show i'm sorry for being so preachy and i'm sorry for disturbing you the way i've been disturbed but you know it's still tuesday we're still alive we still got a lot to live for and our better days are coming and i have to believe that that's the only thing that's keeping me busy it's the only thing that's keeping me in the journey is to continue to live my best life so you know what i feel like doing right now at this very moment i am going to uh, play you out with a double play of some fantastic mashups that i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed uh the first one is going to be from don't say Beyonce, Lady Gaga and Christina Aguilera uh, on Do What You Want. The song originally featured R. Kelly and after his conviction uh, for statutory rape, which I think he's serving uh, some prison time for right now. She distanced herself from him and she remade the track using YouTube. There's no other perfect vocalist that you could use other than Christina, which she uh, got on the track so enjoy that and then straight after that right into close we are going to play huh, the one of the most unlikely mashups and people uh, that, that i ever would have thought would come together i think she's icelandic it's bjork and her album volta was co-produced by timberland and his protege danger and that song is called innocence so yeah let's have a party enjoy Enjoy these two mashups. Bjork is going to be a little bit weird, but you know what? It's good to mix up things. Have an awesome weekend, guys. Much love. Now back to your favorites.
Let's open up. Share, 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 share.